Maybe you've heard the news by now. Bishop Robert Barron, the Auxiliary Bishop of Los Angeles, is getting a promotion. To be formally announced today if Pillar Catholic's reporting on this is accurate, which I do think it is. I think it is accurate. Many are opining that Barron is getting punished for not handling some drama at Word on Fire properly. And while I do think he mishandled that situation there badly, if not outright permitted the things that have been going on there to happen, I don't think he's getting punished at all. He's not being promoted into obscurity as some are suggesting. I think he's being prepared for bigger and more important things in the church. So let's get into this story so I can show you why I think that is. Like I said, our story comes from Pillar Catholic, who tells us that Barron is getting promoted to a small diocese in Minnesota that most people have never heard of. The bishop there is retiring, and they need young blood to fix some major problems in the diocese. Headline from Pillar Catholic. Barron to be appointed Minnesota bishop. Bishop Robert Barron was inevitably going to be sent to a new diocese as its local ordinary. Some are reading this turn of events as a punishment for his bad handling of some negative stories about word on fire involving sins of the flesh, but I think that's a serious misreading of this. Let's get the facts of the story, though. From the article, quote, Los Angeles Auxiliary Bishop Robert Barron will be appointed to lead the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Minnesota on Thursday, sources close to the process confirmed to the pillar on Wednesday. Barron's pending appointment to the Southern Minnesota Diocese was first reported Wednesday by Whispers in the Logia writer Rocco Palmo, and was confirmed to the pillar by several sources close to the process. Barron has served as Auxiliary Bishop in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles since 2015. He was before that Rector President of the Archdiocese of Chicago's Mundelein Seminary and University of St. Mary of the Lake. The Winona-Rochester Diocese, which runs along the southern border of Minnesota, is led by Bishop John Quinn, who submitted his resignation in December 2020 when he turned 75 years old. It is home to more than 130,000 Catholics and roughly 60 active diocesan priests. End quote. I think framing this as a punishment for his own bad handling of problems regarding the flesh and some high-profile questionable hirings at Word on Fire is a serious mistake. Francis is elevating several men who have been accused of similar by credible sources, including Bishop McElroy, and frankly, worse too. This is different. This placement in Minnesota is a testing ground for him and is likely to be a temporary stop for Barron. He will be tested in how he handles the mess in Winona that Pillar describes here. Quote, the diocese filed for bankruptcy in 2018 in response to financial obligations stemming from Ted McCarrick problem lawsuits. Barron's appointment comes amid a growing challenge to fill diocesan sees in the United States, with church officials reporting that priests are in recent years more frequently turning down the offer of Episcopal appointment, end quote. Barron has failed to deal with problems in Word on Fire in a way that you and I might want him to deal with them, but that doesn't mean that Rome or the influential members of the USCCB, like Cardinals Supich, Tobin, and McElroy, care at all. Barron was elevated to the office of bishop in 2015. He's from Chicago, and Supich was running that archdiocese at the time. Now, this was before Supich was named a cardinal, but he had enormous influence in Rome at the time. Here's something from an article published back in 2015 when Barron was elevated. Here we see Supich singing the praises of America's now bishop of the archdiocese of the internet, Robert Barron. Quote, Bishop Barron, you have given your life as a priest and a scholar to aiding people to become free intellectually, spiritually, and hum humanly, the Archbishop said. I see a man prompted by internal freedom that makes you nimble and agile, 
creative and imaginative as you explore with curiosity, but also with deep respect, the lives of people and their cultures, looking for where God has been working. Bishop Barron chose as his Episcopal motto, non nisi te domine, translated as only you, Lord. It's said to be the answer St. Thomas Aquinas gave Christ when, asked, when he asked him from the crucifix what he wanted as a reward for his great teaching. I tell my students, if the Lord speaks to you asking that question, that is the answer, Bishop-elect Barron said. If you have Christ, then you'll know what to do with everything else. If you don't have Christ, even the best things in the world will eventually turn on you and destroy you, end quote. Barron is one of those prelates that I really want to like on a personal level. I, I really do. But his smooth words against traditional Catholicism are a deal breaker, as is his denial that Christ is the only way to the Father. He has publicly denied that dogma of the faith numerous times on camera, usually when defending the faith would put him in an uncomfortable spot. I will give you, though, here an example instead of his words against sacred tradition. In late 2020, he called himself the real traditionalist because he loves Vatican II so much. Quote, Friends, I am a traditionalist. I stand with Christian revelation and the entirety of church teaching from the Council of Jerusalem through Nicaea, Chalcedon, and Trent. Since the church's tradition includes the Second Vatican Council, it's therefore impossible to repudiate Vatican II and claim to be a faithful traditionalist. There's nothing traditional about rejecting an ecumenical council. End quote. His use of starting his posts and videos by calling his reader or watcher friends is a direct ripoff of Bishop Fulton Sheen, who started his shows with that greeting. Barron was once called the new Fulton Sheen by people who didn't like Fulton Sheen at all, think Dolan and those. Why? Because Barron fits the mold of the spirit of Vatican II far better than Sheen, who himself supported Vatican II and all its excesses. Barron fits better because he is a company man, and Sheen never really was. He privately tussled with his own superiors to the point where he was banished to Rochester, where he ran the diocese rather poorly and isn't fondly remembered. Barron falls in line with the spirit of Vatican II without question, and he avoids public confrontation with other bishops. Instead, we should look at this promotion for what it is. It is a promotion, fueled perhaps by the pressing need for willing priests to become bishops. We know that most bishops turn down offers for being elevated to the Episcopal office. That's not really surprising, given the post-2003 Boston and Ted McCarrick landscape, and given the way Francis is running the church. This promotion is meant to both fill that gap and to prepare Barron for a much bigger diocese in the next few years. For example, Cardinal Dolan is the Archbishop of New York. He's 72 years old. He will retire in eight years, give or take, unless the Lord calls him to his particular judgment before that. Cardinal O'Malley of Boston is 77 years old. In just two years, he ages out, since he'll turn 78 at the end of June. Archbishop Schnur of Cincinnati is turning 74 at the end of this month, and will be due to retire in 2028 unless he goes to his judgment before then. There are other bishops of major dioceses close to retirement age, and that does not include figures like Farrell, Supich, and others, who are almost certainly going to be given permanent positions in the Roman Curia in the next year or two as their stock in Rome increases. This is all predictable, so instead of looking at Barron's promotion as a punishment, we should be looking at it in the light of him being prepared for future leadership posts in the church. Rome does not care about accusations of the kinds of mismanagement that have been leveled at him, nor do they care about some of the other charges of personal improprieties that have been laid at his feet. If they did, McElroy would never have been given a red hat. And I will give you more information tomorrow on McElroy, so tune in, because it is really staggering. 
Barron's appointment clearly shows that they are shoring up support for Francis's side of things amidst a growing divide among the bishops as we head into a consistory and probably a conclave in the next two years. Here's an example of this. We have an update on the story of the illicit ordination of Father Dom Alquin from the tablet headline. Traditionalist monk suspended following clandestine ordination. It's nice of the established Catholic media to catch up to those of us who reported on this three weeks ago. Pay close attention to what they say in this excerpt. Quote, a prominent traditionalist Catholic who was refused ordination by numerous bishops has been suspended after he was ordained in a clandestine ceremony by an unnamed senior prelate. Dom Alcuin Reed is a liturgical scholar, the prior of a monastic community in the south of France, and a vocal critic of Pope Francis's decision to restrict celebrations of the traditional Latin Mass. But Dom Alcuin is now facing an uncertain future after he was ordained a priest without his bishop's permission, while one other member of his community was ordained to the diaconate. The illicit ordinations have echoes of the actions taken by Traditionalist Society of St. Pius X group, which splintered off from the mainstream church after their leader, Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre, ordained bishops without the authorization of the Holy See, end quote. I do expect better from the tablet than this, even though they're a terrible outlet. You don't ordain bishops, you consecrate them. But anyway, Father Alquin's ordination may have been the first of recent illicit ordinations, but it's not going to be the last. And there are several bishops people have been speculating about who might have done this, including Cardinal Mueller and a few others meaning there is support from several bishops likely to ordain traditional priests despite whatever the local bishop might have to say about the matter, or that's the going theory anyway. And it's a sign of a serious divide among the bishops, and it shows us why Francis promoted Supich to oversee traditional liturgy, like I reported earlier today. And if you haven't watched that video, please do so, so you can see just how bad things are getting. And why Francis is having another consistory this year, and likely will have one in 2023 if he is in a position to have one. Francis is planning for the future, and Barron is part of that planned future, while good priests like Father Dom Alquin simply are not. So what do you think of all of this? Am I misreading this? Is Barron being pushed as some are suggesting, or is my reading of this more likely to be correct? Is he being punished, or am I right in saying that he's being prepared, trained in the most best way to be trained, hands-on doing the work itself to run bigger dioceses in the future? Perhaps he'll go home to Chicago in two years. Think about that for a second. Let me know in the comments what you think about this development and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help, as does sharing this video on social media, which apparently now YouTube favors these days. Keep Bishop Barron in your prayers, even if you don't care much for him. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.